Hey everyone, welcome to the Horror PSA presented by Scary Nerd, and as always, we are your hosts. I'm Paul. I'm Saul. And I'm Angie. The following is a public service announcement. after the first series of murders, as Sydney acclimates to college life, someone donning the ghost face costume begins a new string of killings. That's right, we watched Scream 2 from 1997, continuing our Mother's Day month of May crazy ladies. Mommy issues Mommy Mommy issues. issues. I don't know. There you go. I feel like it changes every time because I don't remember. No, it's just you not remembering. It's (laughs) been the same. I can't stay on brand. It doesn't have a catchy name. I can't remember it, okay? That is catchy. Mommy issues May. I'm I'm a kid of the 80s, okay? We had jingles, man. (laughs) I'm not writing a jingle for you. Well, then I'm not going to remember it. Anyway, Mommy issues month continues. This with Scream 2. Too. This with the ultimate mommy issues. The ultimate mommy uh, this issues. Is a, this is a sleeper mommy issues yeah. yes. movie. Because you really don't think about it. This is my favorite out of the whole franchise. I don't know why I love this one so much, if it's the nostalgia or what, but this movie still holds up for me. I fucking love Scream 2. I think they all kind of do, though. They're all so iconic, especially for us who grew up during yeah. the 90s and yeah. with it. I, I mean, they were fucking huge. Oh, I just yeah. think Billy Loomis's mother slash the killer. Slash Andy's mom. Yeah. It's just weird. It's a weird universe, right? Andy's mom? Isn't he Andy's mom? Yeah. Oh, you meant calf? Oh, yeah. yeah. Toy, Andy. Story. Toy Story. You said Andy and I went Parks and Rec, and I was no. like, no. Not that Andy. And not Andy no, that's Jackie. Oh, Andy. That's Aunt Jackie. Aunt Jackie. Well, yeah, but I just think, no, but th- those two parallels, right? When Aunt yeah. Jackie in the middle even makes it more yeah. weird. But I'm like, I mean, she was a truck driver a, one such time. Such a crazy, versatile... Actress. Ridiculousness. Oh, Laurie Metcalf is amazing. Yes. yes she should I be in more Lur- things. She should. She should be in everything. She's she should amazing. kill more people. I want to see she her really kill more people. She really should. She if has the crazy a, eyes. I was like, how does she do that? She does that. Because she doesn't have normally crazy eyes, but in this yeah. movie, she had the crazy eyes. She brought her A game. She like right. opened them just a little bit wider, and I was like, that bitch crazy. And to think that, um, okay, so this is the trivia that like they had to rewrite this whole script. Because the first 30 pages got leaked on the internet. I kind of remember that. When they were doing, when they were starting to film, they got everything ready. Um, Some extra or somebody let the pages out on the internet. First 30 pages of the script. So they're like, fuck it. Starting from scratch. Everybody had to sign NDAs. Even the principal cast didn't get the last 10 pages of the script. So they didn't even know how it ended until they were getting ready to film all that. I kind of remember that getting leaking out because that was like the beginning of the internet. Yeah, Yeah, that's like one of the first ones where it's like, because then after that, like, that's when, like, you know, everyone's like bitching about Napster with Metallica and all that. Like, and then it was like pirated movies and music. Like, it came that whole big thing. That's when the internet clashed with the money because it was. Who pays us if it's yeah. all out here? Yeah, yeah. and was... so when it leads to Scream Three, that's the whole jokes about. Well, there's like four different script versions. We don't know who dies next because yeah. like we had to do. They had to do like those shadow tactics to be like, okay, well, no one can like no one can leak the fucking script if we do it this way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think so, it actually yeah, it adds crazy. a little bit more to it because I remember looking, thinking back to when I first saw this movie. It keeps you guessing on who it is because they give you so much misdirection. Yeah. And just because they told the actors, yeah. we're not telling you until the end. And so play it like you might be. I know. Think about it. If like they never told Metcalf that she was Billy's mom, 
like throughout that. the whole no, thing. Like she's like, you're Debbie Salt. You're gonna be this Debbie reporter, yeah. Yeah. and like that's just your role. And then she turns out to be yeah. Billy like so Lewis that line. Mom. So that line where it's like, I have a deadline. Like you really think you have a deadline because you're yeah. Debbie Salt. Yeah, and then Debbie later, Salt. like, guess what? Here's the last ten pages. She's the killer. Like what the fuck? And Laurie Metcalf, <laughs> I just believe that she didn't even know, but she pulled out that performance just we're randomly. Going. We're just gonna go with it. Yeah, and I, she's okay. amazing. And this the is Laurie Metcalf stan episode. Just so everyone's aware. This is a rare instance to where I think internet meddling helped this movie. Yeah. Oh, like Sonic. Like Sonic did. Because <laughs> yes. Ugly Sonic, which he did just make his comeback. Apparently makes a cameo yes. in Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Have you seen it yet? yet? No, we haven't seen oh, it yet. Our children are all the buzz I, about it. I saw a, a clip of it when I was going in there and I fucking like Lumiere fucking lights a dude on fire. Like, it, I was like it, wow. Spoilers, okay, this is Jesus. Not, this is not the Rescue Rangers podcast, okay? <laughs> okay. All right, so I think this is one of the rare occasions where internet meddling actually made this movie better. Because I was reading some of the stuff that was in the original script that they had. And Randy was supposed to be Gail's cameraman. Yeah. Uh, the character of her cameraman was just another student friend of theirs. And, like, all the killers were different. And, like, it was all, like, it was like, this sounds stupid. Like, this sounds like a Rush sequel that they made you make to make money. Well, didn't they This start- literally came out within a year of yeah, the Yeah, because that's what I have to say. They started filming this, like, while the movie was still in theaters. It was greenlit. While the movie was still in theaters, they started filming it six months after the release of the first one. Yeah, because like any uh, horror movie that does well, no one expected it to do well. They never expect horror movies to make money at all. And then when something does, they're like, here, make five more of them. Make more. Make more money, make more. Quick, 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 quick. As fast as you can, get them out. I remember when this one came out, it was all, uh, like, Buffy had been out for a year, and it was huge. And it was, Sarah Michelle Gellar's going to be in it. Like, she was in all the promotions and everything, and then she dies in one scene. Like, that's it. (laughs) You have a bunch of other people, too. You have dude from Dawson's Creek, Josh Jackson. Oh, yeah, he was in one scene. Yeah. Basically a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. And you had um, Portia de Rossi, who I completely did not recognize until he like. How did do you the, not recognize? I, yeah. She just looks so young. That is, she's the same character as she yeah. is in um, Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Yeah. Like she's, she's, she is. It? Hi, Sydney. No, I really oh mean it. I really mean that. She's the exact same character. Um, she is. Lindsay. The one of the Audreys is the oh, yeah. sorority sister, the Vegas one. The yeah. Vegas Audrey is yeah. Donnie is her mm-hmm. name in this. Yeah, she's the sorority sister to see uh, the Noxima chick. <laughs> What's the Noxima chick? Rebecca Gayhart, Rebecca oh. the curly haired one. Oh, no, see, I don't go Noxima chick, I go Urban Legend. See, oh, they yeah. made yeah. Urban Legend because of this. They're like, yeah. all right, all of you that made these cameos, we're just going to make your own movie. Oh, and there and were so many cameos in Urban Legend, too, because yeah. I believe Freddie makes a cameo in that. Mm. Brad Dorf makes a cameo in that. Jeez. Like, yeah, I, there's so many cameos. I've never fully seen that movie because it looks so bad. Yeah, it's it's not great, but it's... So we uh, may have to do that. Like Maybe I said, be a this, Halloween one. this one holds up so great because it's such a great slasher. The only thing that bothers me about this movie, and it bothers me about all movies, is have you guys ever been into a movie theater where people are acting that idiotic before they see, watch. See, I was movie. gonna say, I would that be so in that annoyed. scene, I'd be like, free oh. tickets or not? Like, no, yeah. I know they like, said those are free tickets. Like, but imagine no. you were seeing like the like 
Scream 2. Like, yeah. legitimately seeing Scream 2, like a free movie, like before anyone, right? And you're like, sit the fuck down. Like, I'd be so pissed. Like, see, I've been I to, actually want to watch the fucking movie. I've been like, it was years ago where I got to see a movie. Like, I was part of the test screening or whatever need be, and nobody acted like that. Everybody was like, oh, what are oh, we going to yeah. see? Oh, yeah. No, we've, see? we've been we to those where, like, they're like, no phones. We'll yeah, you take your, to, like, phone. put your phone yeah. in the box and all yeah, that. Yeah. And, like, no, you sit and you watch the fucking movie. Like, yeah. And have you guys ever been in a movie theater where people have been loud or hadn't stopped talking? and then somebody's grumpy dad makes everything real weird and they're like shut the fuck up oh yeah <laughs> speaking of which we uh, a couple of weeks ago when we saw Doctor Strange 2 there was a kid who started talking and people told him to shut the fuck up <laughs> Jesus. because there's a point in the movie I don't want to spoil it too much but a certain character makes his appearance and he starts going off on a little weird tangent about how grandpa's on the screen and somebody told him to shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Don't take your kids. So to shut up, kids. Yeah. Madness. PSA: yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we will tell your kids to shut up if you don't. Yes. So. But the other thing that makes all the screams so great is all the commentary that Wes is basically giving us about horror fans yeah. and movie fans in general. I mean, and that he kind of fucks with you a little bit too. Yeah. Because it's like you you have that whole throughout the whole movie. It's always the whole. Does violence come from cinema? Does that make yeah. you know this and that? And it's always you know, the especially is always no. And especially yeah, and especially these filmmakers. I know, like you know, in the eighties, there was like all the censorship about them. Like, oh, they're Stephen King is you know making your children worship the devil. And, you know, yeah. all that, those I mean, weird there was a groups, first lady you know, that had like, yeah, like a like hardcore those, censorship. Those thing. weird groups that have like you know Christian people that were like we're they're. They're turning your children into devil worshippers. Blame everybody but so, themselves. Yeah, and so anyway, like you have all that. So obviously, a guy like Wes Craven's like, yeah, we're we're creating serial killers. It's not everything. Yeah, else. It's not it. actually yeah. your overtly religious bullshit that draws them to the other side. It's yeah. me making a fucking silly movie. Or it's not that you guys are yeah. terrible parents and just fucking each other because that yeah. was the real yeah. <laughs> thing yeah. in Scream One. <laughs> like, oh, you guys weren't watching your kids, yeah. and like now you just broke you up a family, and mom, now this guy is a serial killer. Like the mom, the mom switched. The dad switched. Now yeah. our kids are fucking. The, I you mean, know. yeah. So maybe really, we, it was the parents' fault town. in the end. Yes. We need to get even, out of the small town. Yeah. Well, no, it was always the parents' <laughs> fault, and that's that's what it always leads back to: is what are your kids doing? What yeah. are they into? I don't know. Fonzie was the principal. So. <laughs> he was, I but I mean, yeah. But if you're sending your kids to the high school where Fonzie's the principal, okay, but. Fonzie as the principal or Squiggy like in scary movies. No. <laughs> I did enjoy so that there was Squiggy a, was his counterpart. Squiggy was the high school high version of Scream. See, this yeah. one is so uh, God, Wes Craven was a genius when he made these movies and he gave was. all those cameos because it's just so yeah. it's and there's a part in this where I'm like this is so Nightmare on Elm Street. When you can Easter egg your own fucking movies, yes. yeah. like that's you're like, "Oh, okay. There's that's bad." There's a part where uh, Gail and uh, Dewey ha- are taking the tapes to find the lone VCR <laughs> in this yeah. in this to college. The VCR. Uh, but it's like a wide sweeping shot above the the campus, like this old building and it's dark and it's like windy and yeah. it's I'm like this music is nightmare. Mm. Like this is whole scene is and then they go down this hallway and I'm like yes yep. I love this movie so much That's where's, I just love Tina? Scream too well, yes, where's Tina? <laughs> to credit to what they talk about in that little college classroom the what sequels that were better than the okay. original Yeah. Okay. Well, before you say something I just want to say something 
This is not what film school is like. Paul no, went to film no. school. This by is the way. okay. <laughs> this is what I think a lot of people that you go to film school with think that actual fucking film school is like. There are people that I went to film school with that I'm like, you know, film school is not how much fucking stupid ass trivia you fucking know about movies. Yeah. Like that is not a whole class. Yeah. Like professors be like, shut the fuck up. That's not what we're teaching. If you yeah. want to go play trivia, go to and they would name a local bar on Thursdays, which would be a little <laughs> thing because I've been drunk with professors kids, many times. I did not go to film school, but I am a historian. So I got to take all the fun electives when I was near my end. And I did get to have some classes where it was like comedy classes. And we just had to watch comedy movies and then discuss that. So mm-hmm. there are some in the humanities, but not so much in the film school. Yeah, what class was that that they were talking about? Like that that was no class in film school. There's no like let's talk about trivia. Yeah. This yeah. is stupid. No. Does not. Doesn't. Okay, and there is a piece of trivia in that. So, Timothy Oliphant's character, Mickey, said wait, does it was it him? No. Okay, whoever says the line, no, it's Joshua Jackson's character, right? Yeah. Okay, so Joshua Jackson's character says the line from Aliens 2. And he was supposed to say it wrong and then Randy was supposed to correct him and say it right. But Joshua Jackson fucked up and said it correctly, so Randy just was like, all right, I'm just going to say the opposite and we're just going to roll with it. So yeah. he had libbed it and just fucked it. So it's actually backwards, but it's just fucking, it works because nobody really cares. Yeah. Because yeah. that's they're not right. what fucking film school is. Yeah. So if you think that's what film school is, don't go. Because there's enough don't of those go. douches there. Yeah. No, you go to film school to learn how to make films. Yes. That's not talking about how much you know about movies. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. All right. Go ahead. But no, like I said, the little conversation they're talking about in a lot of the movies that they brought up be good points. And I feel like out of, at the time, this was better to me, like Andrew said, than the original. Yeah, I, I just, I love this one. I mean, Jada Pinkett Smith gets it in the beginning. Now deservedly so. And, and there's that whole stab Well, you're sequence. talking during the movie. That you, yeah, you well, no, stabbed. it's that whole thing with, like, the stabs enter the world, the universe of Scream, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's the first introduction of that, and... And then we just get Sydney at college just trying her fucking best just to be a regular human. With the invention of tolerance. And and this movie is why I don't know Cotton Weary's actual name because he is in my brain as Cotton Weary. And I can't. <laughs> Leave Shriver? Ever, sure. I, it doesn't go in there. I know he's Porn Stash's brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. From Orange is the New Black. <laughs> he's also Master Sergeant Halo. Well, he's not him. That's his brother. That's what I said. That's what he oh, said. Okay. Yeah, porn okay. stash porn from stash Orange is the Black is Master Sergeant. Awake? What yeah. time is it where you live? <laughs> I know him as Sabretooth. Oh, Cotton? Yeah. 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 No, Leaf. Okay. Shri Banner. <laughs> but think I about, I, I, I always like this one too, because Gail and Sydney are still not friends. No. Like, they yeah. don't really They're have still the their bond. Yeah, they don't have their bond until three. Yeah. And and this one like such a bitch move, Gail. Like just showing up yeah. with cotton out of nowhere. Everybody's like, "Is this bitch serious?" Like like all her friends like, behind you know, like, her, are like motherfucker. Even Cotton was like, "I thought we had an interview, Gail." Like, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah even Jesus, he was like, Gail. Fucked up. "Like, come on, Gail. Like, that's fucked up." And I'm Cotton weary. Like, yeah, I'm the man. She's in but prison. I'm innocent. So like, what does that even mean? Like, I love that his whole thing was like, "But I'm just fucking innocent." Until the end, where he proves her he's a real piece of shit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, that interview's looking real good. Like, 
really, Cotton? My life is really, you want to fucking negotiate with my fucking life right now to make a fucking interview? I know. No, he totally covers it. it? $10,000? He totally covers it at the end, right? Like, you know I was just kidding, right? Yeah. Let's get our story straight. Sure, sure, Cotton. Sure, Uh, sure. I know what happened. I don't need to get my story straight. I I know the story. I mean, when the the press show, Cotton, I don't want to fucking talk to those people. You want to tell them a story? Go right fucking ahead, man. That's not my game. That's all you, but... Hey, but he, uh, he, he managed to make it to uh, his own talk show. He does, like, yeah. by three. 100% cotton. See, I love three, too. But again, I can't tell... I I grew up in all the furor of this, so like I can't tell if it's just nostalgia or they're actually I think it's amazing. a little bit of everything. No, I think the first three are a solid trilogy. Yeah, and they think, really are. And I think after that... It is now really just turned into what Nightmare turned into. Yeah. Where they're just it's taking it there. and making it. I don't want to talk about the new one. I don't. It's just horrible. No. <laughs> We're not making it for money, but we are, though. Should have died with Wes. It's yeah. what they said. They're making requels with everything. Yeah. It's terrible. And I sigh. But anyway, back to two. Uh, Dewey's back. I mean, all the mains are back. All the ones that survived, anyway. I love how Dewey was a straight up dick to Gale most of the time. Oh, yeah. Like, well, oh, he, Dewey's a wounded little bird. Where he, what is it? He is, how what was it? She, he was quoting her book saying that he reeked of... He reeked of uh, inexperience. Inexperience. Like something like that. Yeah, and he brought that up a bunch of times. I love how yeah. in his little speech that he reads off to Gail because clearly he's rehearsed yeah, he's this practiced. moment. Oh. This oh, yeah. moment has been a moment he's been waiting for since that fucking book Soon came out I and you can her. tell. <laughs> Page 51, bitch. <laughs> Page 43. I do love that they've always had that weird chemistry those two. Yeah. Gail and Dewey. And it really just shines in these movies. It really does. Yeah. I didn't know this until we were watching this but uh, Chief Hartley is actually our cat's dad. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, you can tell some of the resemblance, the resemblance to the yeah. um, to the siblings more. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I always remember that guy from Little Nicky. Yeah, like the pastor. <laughs> yep. I don't know why. That's, That's he, all he's I been can in a million remember. goddamn yep. things, and I was like, every time, I'm like, oh, it's that guy from Little Nicky. Little like, Nicky. That horrible fucking ass Adam Sandler movie. It's that guy from Little Nicky. It was so funny. The little Adam's that movie was ridiculous. It was when so it came fucking out. stupid. It was so stupid. There was and I'm no like, how much did Popeyes have to pay for this? Okay, we're not doing Little Nicky, right? <laughs> we're gonna go off a little fucking Nicky tangent right now. <laughs> Again, this uh, is, dude, we're gonna have to put a bunch of like crap movies like that into like a hat and just be like, you know what? We're gonna pick a crap movie for next week, yep. and then just just oh, throw it in the bucket. We're, we're watching Little Nicky, <laughs> but knowing you, we'll put a bunch of fucking Rob Zombie movies in there, so we have to. Watch I'll do one. it just to piss you off. We'll watch one. Back you know to Scream Two. I always, I was always so sad that uh, her boyfriend was actually like a good guy, and he doesn't make it. I was like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> But Poor you still, Chris O'Donnell. No, you, not Chris O'Donnell. But Jerry, o, Jerry, Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. I was close. <laughs> there was an O. <laughs> Cush. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's doing okay. So, yeah. You know, the fat kid from Stand By Me is married to Mystique. Yeah. yeah. Or was. I don't know. If there's I don't know. They all get divorced and married so often. They do. But hey, I mean... I really think it's just like they get bored with each other at a certain point. They're like, yeah. you know what? Let's switch it up okay, a little bit. Speaking of bored with each other, it the lines that David Arquette and uh, Courtney Cox Courtney Cox had to see each other in the last. Year, I'm like, 
ouch like you guys have got divorced in real life and you're playing these characters that are like divorced and like yeah. so that's like double twisting the knife that you fuckers make these people do this like what is wrong with you i don't want to talk about it sorry it's just west one all right let's get back to two and talk about deaths that were a little bit randy's death oh. i mean we wanted randy to make it we always did. I love Randy. I love his cameo in three too. I mean, yeah. Jamie Jamie Kennedy looks like the Unabomber now, but I mean, at the <laughs> time, I loved his character because he represented every film nerd yeah. out there. I love how if he hadn't gone on his tangent about what's his face is what's his face Mickey Mi- Billy Billy because what is that? I kind of looked into it and I know there's unofficial things of who did what killings but it's pretty obvious who killed him yeah. because of well she the, does admit it at the end of the movie yeah she says she says i he, got a little knife happy yeah, with yeah. Randy. Like, he said something about my billy and i got a little knife happy with randy so yeah. when we were watching it this last time we were trying to figure out okay that had to have been you know mickey that had to have been the mom and from, like from what I, back and forth like from what i to looked, place it yeah, from what i looked up she only did the one killing and that was him well mickey definitely does the first two in the movie oh, yeah. theater um, he does Sarah Michelle Keller for sure. Well, the other things you got to pay attention to in the long foreshadowing is you see him with the video camera. Yeah. And then when they're in the film, not the film school, whatever that thing that was that they were in, where they find the VCR. Yeah, you know, they find the VCR and they started showing everything. And Sex think, VCR. Is and you started thinking back on it. I was like, okay, the only person that had a camera was him. So obviously yeah. he was doing that. So it's like, yeah, oh, the okay. guy next to you. Yeah. yeah. It's a real uh, seven moment when they're yelling at the reporter who's actually John Doe. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. I always thought, like, did uh, Mickey take pleasure in killing Cece, which was um, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character? Um, did he take pleasure in killing her because she uh, was making fun of him for having a hard on for James Cameron in film class? Could. That is Could've. why I use that line. I still say people have hard-ons for things. <laughs> I use that line all the time. So I'm still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't go to film school with guys I didn't. like Mickey. Yeah. No. I could take guys like Mickey. Pacey so. or what was his name? Is that was his name? Go for the throat. I think that was. Mm-hmm. I think it was Pacey on that. I never watched that show. <laughs> the only reason I know the name is because of Jane Bob. Jane Bob was like they said, "Go to hell, Pacey." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, so we talked about Randy. Randy gets it in the van, oh. which makes the the camera Gail's I, cameraman leave. He's like, "Nope, my van's a police again, a, in a crime a, scene." I'm out again. Think back when you first saw this movie. They kept throwing so much misdirection on yeah. who it could have been because the cameraman says, oh, "I'm yeah. out." And then he comes back after. Yeah, he's I dead. do remember that. I do remember that because I think they made a big deal about that. Like, wait, he says he's leaving right here, but then he's back later. Like, yeah. In this other clip, so obviously, like maybe he's the killer. And those, yeah, I remember that. It was a huge thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I remember this was so like MTV soaked, so much so that the fucking chick that hands out the costumes yeah. won a contest on MTV to be in the fucking movie. To hand out the little, costumes. The little cameo, like. This is from the studio, and so were you. Yeah, it was, it, it, like we said, it was one of the first franchises that really took the internet to oh, hold, yeah. and yeah. like, everybody loved it. It was a universal thing. Yeah, do you remember MTV News? Yes, I yes. do. Kurt Loder. Kurt Loder. I, I wonder mean, if he's still alive. Is he alive? I think he's still alive, he and that other chick, too. Oh, what the, f- oh, I can't remember her name. He right was now. old back then, I he feel was. like, when yes. I was a teen. But maybe I just thought he was yeah. old. He was probably, like, 33. Probably. We're like, God, who's this 50-year-old? <laughs> 
Uh, People just age differently now. I don't mm. know. I love that whole coffee scene, or is it ice cream scene? I don't know where they are. Are they at an ice cream shop or something, Dewey and Randy? Yeah, I don't know, like, they're just having ice cream. No, yeah. they're having, like, milkshakes, I think. Yeah. Something yeah. like yeah. that. They're at a they're, Dairy Queen. They're seeing the clips. They're trying, and trying, trying you know, <laughs> piece yeah, together this mystery. They're strategizing at the local Dairy Queen, the student union. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I love that whole scene where they're talking about the film and they're talking about who plays who and stuff like that. Cause, <laughs> like, like David Schwimmer, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I love him, though, because every scream has a different message about the audience and for yeah. the audience, which is always interesting to me. Uh, and this one is really about, like, don't get caught up in it. Like, with the whole fandom thing, with yeah. the beginning of everybody dressed in their stab costumes, and, like, it's really... Remember, this is just a movie, kids. Yes. Like, oh, and that's the other thing, too, we gotta remember, too, were all the cameos, because they kind of played themselves as characters. Because, what, Drew Barrymore was... Was what's her... Not Drew... Oh, well, that was Tori Grant. Spelling. Well, Tori Spelling was... Was herself. Was yep. herself. Playing Sydney, and then you had uh, one of the Wilson brothers playing what's his face? Oh yeah, yeah, all the bangs. They give him the skeet bangs. It's amazing. Yeah, I always love that they have that whole movie within a movie thing, and it's so like it's so stupid, but yet it's so like the when they're watching Stamp, and I'm like, this would be the like the grandized Hollywood version of what they did if mm-hmm. Scream yeah. One, you know, was a real life thing. Yeah. The whole Drew Barrymore was like, okay, now she's in the shower and like that was whole like hint of it? sex of like well yeah. Drew Barrymore from Scream, but I'm oh, saying was, was Heather Graham, Graham for, go, Heather for, Graham. for this one. But I'm like like you know, she's just making popcorn. But I'm like, okay, but then you don't even question like this bitch is about to get in the shower. She's got popcorn. On the I know. Like, what, the fuck? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like you're just taking elements from the story, just throwing it in there. Like, and Hollywood no, and would I do. love, like, I love Jada Pinkett's whole like her whole theory in the beginning. Well, no, because like <laughs> she t- they, that whole scene is brilliant with that dialogue because yeah. she, she gets so much into it. She talks mm-hmm. about how black people didn't have representation in horror. Like she goes through the problems yeah. that everybody has with horror. Like when Heather. Graham's getting into the shower she's like why does her tits have to be out for her to be stabbed later on that yeah, doesn't make yeah. sense and like Wes never really did a lot of nudity in his films like he did Last House on the Left which was really graphic and violent but I don't remember there wasn't tits in the first Nightmare you kind of I think you kind of see like maybe like slight glimpses with um, Tina's death Yeah, and then I don't remember I think maybe in the body bag too Maybe, but it's like few and it far wasn't between. Gr- I mean, it's it not like gratuitous at all. Yeah, yeah it was. Like it was never a sexualized. Yeah, like yeah. I thing. mean, it was more of like this is what naturally you would fucking look like if you were snatched mm. naked yeah. and thrown about the room after having coitus. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this one, I don't know. It just always spoke to me as such a a horror fan and as a nerd of movies, I guess. And I do love that, like we get glimpses of the people playing themselves because yeah. West does that again in new nightmare. Yeah. I love that. There was so many like in jokes with, I mean, cause obviously Courtney Cox was big with friends at the time still. And yeah. The whole thing was going on. So I love that there's the David Schwimmer reference when mm-hmm. he's talking mm-hmm. about Dewey's character in stab. Um, and then later, uh, when they first see Gail, I think Randy makes a joke about those pictures of her being naked on the internet. She's like, it was just my face. It was Jennifer Aniston's body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do, if you watch this movie and you really like think about it and watch it over, you really notice how many times they point out Billy's mother. 
Billy's mother. Oh, yeah. Billy's yeah. mother. Yeah. Like, because even that this specific scene was about, well, my mom left too, Sydney. Like, mm-hmm. your mom's not dead somewhere in the cemetery. Yeah. It's like, oh, stupid. Talking about Billy's mother. And then it was like, always about that. Like, it's like, how many times they bring it up or bring up mothers or Billy and like all that. It's like, it points to the direction the whole time. Because then definitely when Randy's giving his uh, speech about who the killer could be, he's like, the Quentin Tarantino, the, the Tarantino style film student, Mickey. He's like, yeah. but if he's a suspect, so am I. Like, yeah. So I'm like, but if you really thought about that, like, yeah, Randy was right, but he's not at the same time. Yeah. Like, that's so such a like character trait of Randy to be like so spot on, but yet so clueless at the same time. Well, I know one of the other things too that Kim picked up on too is when Tori Spelling was doing her interview with whatever reporter was, she kind of gave away the movie if you pay close attention. To stab. Yeah. <laughs> to give away the stab. <laughs> Yeah, but I think people would probably already know. Well, I mean, yeah. obviously those um, those girls in the in the line getting the popcorn behind mm-hmm. Jada Pinkett Smith's like, character this is was stuff like, that happened in yeah, this stuff that really happened in California. You know, these are real people. You know, like, that small giant ass soda she got. Yeah, it's like was a so small, small, that's what I said. small diet. Pepper but she went over there like, like that's the a small soda. And it was only seven fifty to get into the medium popcorn. Yeah, it was like, I ain't gonna pay seven fifty. I'm like seven fifty. Yeah. The thing that I oh, they didn't even child prices no more. No. Said to him, she's like, Go buy me. I was like, Get your own money. He's like, Yeah, but I want to spend your yeah, money. I got my money. That's not what I want to spend here. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing. I didn't pay $750 for these free tickets. <laughs> That's why he pays the guy. I'll get free tickets. Yeah. I made you come see this horror movie. Fine. I'll pay for the snacks. Uh, the kill always got me in the in the bathroom because it was like it could happen anywhere. Or like, no, because why the hell that, did you ever put your your skin against anything <laughs> yeah. in the bathroom? That scene has forever been ruined for me because of Scary Movie. Oh, with the dick. Yeah. Yeah. So I read in the trivia that when they were submitting this movie to the MPAA for a rating, that they overhyped all the gore, right? Mm-hmm. Like that scene, he was stabbed three times instead of one. I guess Randy's slow... Uh, Randy's throat slashing was a lot more like graphic. Yeah. Yeah. So they submitted a version that was like really bad because he was like, well, if I show them this version, but then we tame it down to what we actually want the movie to be, (laughs) then maybe they'll just be okay with it. It's a a way to go. But I guess that didn't work fully because I think they had to submit eight different versions of the movie before they finally got it. But I'm like, I want to see the really gory version. So do I. Because it sounded like it was way more like slasher, slashery, like gore and like a lot more blood and stuff. Yeah. Because I get he gets stabbed through the ear one time, but I can imagine how much worse it would have been three more or two more times. Yeah. Yeah. I think the the kills were all probably way more intricate and like crazy. Yeah. Well, Wes had it. Uh, historic issues with the sensors and the... Hey, I mean, if you get to that point in your career, like, maybe this will work. Fuck it. What, what have I got to lose at this point? You know? yeah. What are you going to tell me, dude? Tone it down. Okay, we were going for more. All right, fine. That's why so many you horror got directors <laughs> stay independent because they don't yeah. want to deal with that. Yeah, that's not where the money is, though, apparently. Mm. No. Nope. So. Gotta have MTV fucking contests to have someone <laughs> in your movie. <laughs> that's the thing I remember about those movies when they came out, too, is how much MTV hyped them up. They did. They always. They had always did the. the they had the cast interviews on there, and they. It seemed like they always had them there. Like whatever version of TRL was at the time, well, they would have them there. Yeah, they would they have, have like a. There, yeah. They would have a behind the scenes. They would have like a making of, oh, or yeah. all. They would do a whole bunch of shit. It, for them. it really started to merge like MTV's like trying to be like the film and like more like not music I guess yeah because yeah. then after that you started like they started producing films and stuff like that so then yeah. like 
by the time like the longest yard came out and all that it was like mtv production or blah 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 and like so it was like they really started their kind of merging into like media more than just like showing music videos and, and now they think, just do reality tv and shows. And i think to their credit crap. i think to their credit though they introduced a bunch of more people to the horror genre that wouldn't even think about it because if you think if you think back then nobody was really into those horror as as it is they now. were the gateway for yeah. house horror yeah that's what they yeah. like, like they're yeah. like they're like okay we can get some people young people into this and then get them hooked because like i said i we mostly grew up on the MTV generation stuff, but that's the one thing I remember most, though, is that they started pushing the horror movies through this, and I'm like, I'm all for it now. Well, I mean, they could have, they they took what Wes had done already, and yeah. I mean, he hyped up a whole generation of teenagers in the 80s with Freddy, yeah. and they then he did it again in the 90s. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's my favorite. Yes. I know. It's, yeah, I would have... Uh... It'd be ridiculous to think about like what he'd be doing now, like just the craziness. Mm-hmm. You'd come up with something new. Give him that. Give him credit for that. Would yeah. have been better. The last scream would have been better. Ugh. That's all I have to say on that. Yeah, I don't know. I know he would have had his hands on it too, because yeah, obviously I, I think eh, it died. It died. I don't even want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's too painful. Literally too <sighs> painful. They, nope. Nope. No, I'm gonna get into it. Sarah Michelle Geller's death. I love how she's like, oh, my alcoholic boyfriend's on the phone. I have to talk him down again. <laughs> I'm like, your sober sister, is it because you figure you're going to have to pick your boyfriend up? I'm going to be here anyway, so I might as well. I got to wait for that well, asshole you know, to somebody's going to get drunk. You're taking another shift. Yeah, you know, Ted or Bob went out tonight. That just seems like the worst. I didn't go to college right after high school. I did it later when I had kids in like a home so mm-hmm. I didn't get like that college experience of living on campus you said but it in, sounds you awful. You said like in a home and I'm like for unwed mothers? <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. what it sounds for like. Unwed like mothers. I did it online at home is what you meant. <laughs> you like I did it in home? Like, what, no I mean home? like I didn't have to live on campus. Like, <laughs> But I know but it just seems like <laughs> I did it in a home. It like, just seems especially I don't know in post COVID Angie like I don't want to live with a bunch of people. It just sounds not hygienic at See, this point <laughs> and the funny thing to me is like okay i've been to frat parties and there are some frat parties that are like stupid frat parties that you would see in like Nobody's. animal house and like shit like that right yeah. i've been in parties like that right but then they were like oh it's this this um sorority fraternity mixer i'm like okay so that's a little more classy if you have houses like that so there would be no one doing fucking keg stands outside like that at a party like that yeah, <laughs> and there were two dudes like helping one other dude up, and like counting. And I'm like, that's not the place for that. That is down the street, sir. At those crappy apartments that everyone <laughs> stays at their freshman year. That's where you do your keg stands. All right. You know the ones where the balconies are a little twisted because there's always too many people out there. I I will say I've never been to those parties. I've never not done a keg stand in a place like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Then let me just say if that I've never. If you're in a place like that and somebody's like, keg never, stand, I'm going to probably be I've like, never right. seen a keg stand happen in a place like that. So that's not normally how that works. If I'm offered a keg stand, chances are. Yeah, I'd love to see you do a keg stand right now. Oh my God. <laughs> I'd probably get Time so out. dizzy. I haven't yeah. been held upside down in too many I years. I can't get that. off the couch fast and without being dizzy. Yeah, all all, all my check stand. engine lights come on if I do. <laughs> no change, though. Broke. These <laughs> <laughs> gas prices are killing us. <laughs> <laughs> Walk to the cake. Inflation. 
Gonna roll the keg down the road to get home. <laughs> Can't even afford to go pick it up. Like, These poor what? kids. What are you guys gonna do this summer, man? Right? These poor children. Gas prices imagine. are ridiculous. Like you can't go anywhere to buy beer because gas prices are too ridiculous. We strapping it's them on the back of bikes, man. You can't buy bacon. It's too goddamn ridiculously expensive. We're gonna you start raising so our own expensive. fucking meat, man. And plus, the f- thing is, it's gonna get fucking hot soon here in Arizona. It is yes. already hot. Yes. Can you take a keg on the bus? <laughs> Do you think anyone's ever tried that? This is my private property. <laughs> it's like, sir, this is public transportation. Yes, and I am publicly transporting this alcohol. If, maybe if you had a, a dolly with you. Put <laughs> you it on the bike rack the in stairs. the front. Is it going to be a bike rack up front where they, where they put the, uh, the bikes? Yeah. Just figure <laughs> out, strap it away in there. So if you've ever taken a, a keg on a bus, email us at podcastdiscarry.com. Tell us how it went. Tell us your story. Tell us your story. We're still looking for mom jokes. We've got no mom jokes, ladies. That's right. Where are you? Come mom on. Mom jokes. Not jokes about moms. <laughs> no. Mom jokes from uh, from moms. They're horrible mom jokes. Yes, we need them. Like dad jokes, but them. mom jokes. Yeah. We'll read them Kim, with tell gusto. tell us a mom joke. You're a mom. You get ahead of horrible mom jokes. Jerry um, O'Connell singing. That was just a 90s cliche. Yeah. It, yeah, the Jerry O'Connell singing thing was a very 90s See, cliche. In the, okay, here's the most annoying thing about that. It's not even him singing the song or doing that or have that whole cheesy here are my fraternity letters thing. Like, ugh, okay. Uh. None of that was as bad as fucking Mickey, like, 1987. <laughs> I'm like, shut the fuck up, Mickey. That's why I would I'm like, yes, shoot Mickey in the fucking head. Shoot I'm him, like, shoot we Mickey. do not need this douchebags in the film industry. These are, these are the people that think they know film. Like, I know trivia, so I should be directing a movie. I'm like, no, it doesn't fucking matter. No one gives a you shit. You can man. say all the bad things you want to about Mickey, but this, no. I, yeah, this was my uh, my awakening. I was like, look at you, Mickey. God, he's <laughs> overacting too. Okay, that though was okay. Oliphant, okay, Oliphant is, is not a sexy man. Yes, Oliphant <laughs> is not a bad actor, but but then he was. I don't know if it was just he's not good at playing like that kind of unhinged kind of character. But when he loses it at the end, I'm like, you're overacting. It's just terrible, man. And maybe that was just the 90s, though, because mm-hmm. when we do these movies, I mean, at some point, like we said, fucking uh, somebody thought Freddie Prince Jr. was a good actor to put him in fucking movies. Oh, and we said, like, he just looks <laughs> so. about overacting. Looked, watch uh, what I know what you did I, last summer. I still summer. know when we did that. Like, <laughs> either uh, one of them. And watch any movie that he was in. Like, is there any movie that you're convinced <laughs> that he's not just like, it's it's so confusing it hurts? Just his facial expressions alone. Maybe. He looks confused. I don't know. The 90s really produced some crap actors is all I'm saying. Mm. There's very few gems from the 90s. You're still like, yeah, glad they're still doing movies. <laughs> very few people. I, I stand by that. Let alone Ralph Macchio's doing shit. So figure that one out. Uh, Retro. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Do or die. Kill, kill, kill. Wait, no. Confusing that something else. <laughs> You're mixing up your pop culture. That's probably <laughs> pop culture freaking seizure right now. Yeah. No, this this movie is so amazing. Even the the end scene, the climax of the film, where they're just fighting in that stage production of Yeah. <laughs> I always think yeah. I always of think that of Roman that. tragedy. Yeah. I always think at the at the end when they're doing all that, like all right, Sydney. I know you were you were fighting for your fucking life, but do you really need to, you know, smash a million dollars worth of stage equipment, you know, you know so just much. to survive when you ended up just shooting everybody? Yeah. Well, she didn't have a gun then. She had to use what she had, man. Yeah, she had an axe. Mm-hmm. 
Well, she used the axe just to yes. smash up the thing and just escape Debbie's salt. I thought, okay, I thought it was funny when she does all that shit and like all those, you know, stones, quote unquote, like tumble down or whatever. And she has that long shower. It's like you see the exit. And she starts to book it for that. And then Debbie Salt slash Mrs. Loomis comes and like tackles her against the wall. And I'm like, did th- those were props. Like, did you think those foam <laughs> bricks, like those like, foam she rocks? Just fell, she just like, fell over think, some foam. Yeah, like yeah. some foam bricks fell on her from from the top of that thing. Like, there's nothing to do anything. Like, I even, know. And I'm like, did you have to stand there? The whole, and why do you turn the thunder off? Yeah, Leave like, everything <laughs> on. Stop turning like, shit off. Just go, and, man. And our fucking stage props, like. Are they that like fucking you know like Doctor Frankenstein-y where you turn the switch like? <laughs> I'm like, are spokes like sparks supposed to be flying? And shit, will you do that? I don't like, know. I didn't this, see like, that. this doesn't like put some money into this shit. Is what I'm saying. Like, I know that school was huge. They had yeah. money. It's like this. Like you have fucking fraternity fucking houses. Like these are just like mini mansions where you have like a bunch of fucking dudes living, and you know those places have like a fucking house mom or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah. they do all the fucking money. What was that shit? Like basically, you're gonna go to college and have a different mom that takes care of your shit. Like this is the whole it was. Like I don't know. Ridiculous. I didn't go to school. Where <laughs> the fuck campus, up, kids? So that's what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> Paul's ranting about college yes. life. Apparently, sorry, this is brought back some memories. <laughs> I know this is like why I said I love this movie. It's nostalgic for me. Yes. I was I was a little baby seeing this movie. I think I saw this one in theaters. I know I saw it on VHS. When it came out, because it wasn't too long after I saw the first one that I got ruined for me from my sister, that I made sure that I try to watch this one before she did so she wouldn't ruin it for me. Mm. Did you ruin it for her? I tried to, but she wouldn't listen. Oh, here's here's what happened. Here's a story time for you guys. So when the first one came out, I was watching it with one of my friends who had already seen it, and he's like, "You haven't seen it, right?" He's like, "No." He's like, "All right, I'm gonna keep quiet. I'm not gonna tell you anything that happens." We get to a certain part in the movie, I forget what it was, but my sister's coming in and she sees that I'm watching this and she knows that I haven't seen it because she's the one who rented it. And then she tells me, she's like, my friend tells her, she's like, don't say anything, he hasn't seen it. And he's like, oh, and then she just kind of stays there for a minute or two and she's like, oh, by the way, it's the boyfriend and her friend. I'm like, what the fuck did you, what? (laughs) This was like, not lying after, I think it was um, probably about three quarters of the movie, probably about where... They let Skeet out of jail. <laughs> oh, the perfect place. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You know, it's him, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's him. He's like, it's him and his, and his friend. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, siblings. So my yeah. friend, his jaw was dropped. He's like, I can't believe she just did that. I was like, oh, I can. So then we saw that. And then, like I said, when Scream 2 came out, I'm like, I'm making it a point to see this before she does. And I tried my hardest to spoil it and ruin it for her. <laughs> But she went and complained and cried and said that, oh, he's going to tell me how it is. So obviously being older brother, younger sister, I'm like, you leave your sister alone. Do not ruin this movie. So I got in trouble for trying to spoil it to her. Oh, you were a better kid than I was. I would have been in the presence of both my sister and my mother and been like, oh, yeah, well, it's uh, Timothy Oliphant. I'm sorry. I, I would just, have said it right I'm in front sorry. of everybody yeah, and spoiled like, it for I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you not want me to tell her it's Billy Loomis's mother and Timothy Oliphant? Because I, I, I remember we went to the blockbuster. I had it. And I'm like, look what I have. And she's like, he's going to. So she, as soon as she saw that, she knew what I was going to do. So that's when she started complaining, like, so damn you it. never tell people you're playing. Yes. You monologue, yes. basically. Yes. Um, 
I was always, if I'm going to be yelled at, I guess I better get in trouble for what I got yelled at about. Go down with the ship. <laughs> Fucking justice. All right. <laughs> yes. Kids are wild. Don't have them if you're not ready for big personalities that are just like you. Yes. Already see that in our five-year-old. Mm-hmm. So who's the dude that ends up marrying? Isn't it the dude Sydney? from the third one? No. No. She, she, they don't even say who she marries. Who are you talking about? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. She marries Mark. Who the fuck's Mark? Who's the the cop one? from the third one. I don't remember. Why no. are you bringing up random shit you don't know? We're not talking about that one. <laughs> because Jesus. I'm saying, like, after how many boyfriends that she has that died, like, okay, Billy Loomis tried to kill her. But just then, the one. But then this guy gets murdered. Yeah. So just the one. She just Still, loses man. the one boyfriend. Because Mark almost dies, but he lives. And he, they apparently have babies. And the one we, we shall not speak of. <laughs> the big red flag for me. I'm sorry. Those two guys you dated ended up dead. I just, I'm just at this point, just like, girl can't catch a fucking break. Like, just yeah. leave me out of your fucking nonsense. I don't even want in your nonsense your anymore. I'm like, you're Sydney Prescott. Like, I'm, I'm gone. I've seen what's happened to you three times already. No, I'm saying country. as Sydney, as yeah. Sydney. And you're just like, just fucking leave my name out of your mouth. Like, don't call me. Go kill on your own behalf. Yeah. Come up with something original, dudes. <laughs> I've been there, done that. Thank you. I'm really tired of it. I'm a mom now. I don't have any energy for this bullshit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, but yes, Billy's mother, the revenge. That's what happened. The one thing that's funny about it, though, too, is like you think about it, it's like, okay, if Sydney would have seen her from the get go, she would have been like, what the fuck are you doing out of prison or wherever it was that she was? But if you. She wasn't in prison. She was at Fat Camp. Or, or, wherever, she had just left. Wherever it was she that she was. Left, because yeah. obviously when she shows up, you she's like, your son. Mrs. Yeah. Loomis? And like nobody else knew her, like recognized her or knew who she was. So obviously the only person that would have, they did the best they could to well, keep Gail her Well, Gail does say, I saw pictures of you, but you were really fat. Yeah. What is it? 60 pounds and a lot of plastic surgery. and plastic surgery. It's called a makeover. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So this bitch left because she was fat and then just got a makeover to avenge no, her No, she left because Billy was, was doing cheating. the mom. Yeah, yeah, Sid's mom. Yeah. Everybody, and Cotton. She yeah. was kidding. But she still abandoned her child, though. She did abandon her child. And so, Sydney brings that up. She's right. like, and abandon him. Mm-hmm. Rightly so. You know how many yeah. fucking times he cried like a little bitch because you abandoned him? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe if somebody's mom was in his life, he wouldn't have tried to kill me. I'm just saying. Just spitballing here, bitch. <laughs> so, again, PSA, don't again. be a crazy mom and leave your kids. But if you're going to yeah. go out like someone's murdering you, like, stick that knife a little deeper. Like, I'm going to talk shit right before you kill me. I don't understand I any of the movies where people are just cowering when they know they're going to die. Like, no, you, you talk the most shit you have ever talked in your life before death. And look them in the eye. Yes. Stare them straight Let in them the eye. Let them know that, yes, you may die. But you're going to make them feel real terrible about themselves. Oh, like that, go down fighting. Because <laughs> that look in your eye will be the last thing that they'll ever yeah. see. And it'll stick with them forever. And if it's, go down if it's a dude, make fun of their junk. I mean, we all know that's what you do. So what do you make fun of if it's a woman? You just make fun of her period. Yeah. <laughs> you think just this? talk shit. You yeah. have a period. <laughs> like, no, that's, not. That's not, what not <laughs> no, I don't think that's not what, not what like it is. Just make, make fun of her period, like in yeah. general. That's what I said. Make fun of her period. Like, you have a period. <laughs> like, what does that do, Saul? You're so it might stupid. help. Make fun of her period. This it is might the dumbest help. thing ever. Isn't that going to help? Haha, you have a period. I don't. Yeah, that's going <laughs> to. I don't think that's it. I want to dig the knife deeper, so. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Just talk as much shit as you can. There you go. No, I know what it is. This is what you said a woman is about to murder you. 
just like your mother. <laughs> Boom, stare in the eye. Because no matter what, that'll fuck them up. Oh, that'll piss them off. Even if they never met well, that mother. Chances are, if you have a murderer woman that's in front of it chances are her, she does have mommy issues so that's very on saying. on topic for mommy or you could say saying. or you could say something about the father too you could just mm. one or the other but i think mother is a better go-to mm. so if you're ever gonna get murdered by a woman or you can say those pants make you look fat no <laughs> no. No. See, if it's a chick, I'd probably just be like, let's have some drinks and we'll talk some shit through. We'll get through this, me and you. <laughs> right? See, I could do that. And if it's a dude, I'm just going to emasculate him because that's how I roll. <laughs> let's stare him in the eye. Either yes. Way. Dead look in the eye. As intense as you can while you talk as much shit. Give him the Debbie Salt look. Yes. Wide <laughs> eyes. Crazy Wide, eyes. Crazy eyes. With a wing, winged or smudged. I don't know what their eyeliner was. Cracking, though. It was, yes. Oh, Debbie Salt. She does go down. She gets a bullet to her head. Yes. By Sydney. After Randy, not Randy, after Mickey pops back up. Mickey's stupid ass. Oh, the other thing we forgot to talk about, too, is the fake out death of Dewey. He does so many fake out deaths. Because he does a fake out death in the first one, too. It is so so funny that um, he's like the one that has nine lives. But then it's like when Cotton's talking, he's like, geez, Gil, you have have nine lives. No, Dewey really is the fucking nine lives having one. Gil got shot once and hit in the head another time. Because isn't that what happened? He hits her in the head. Yeah, I think so. In the first one. Because I think he punches her. Yeah. Yeah, Dewey gets that knife. Dewey's been slashed more than. Yeah. Anybody. Well, that the under their breath, the MT is like, "Oh, it, the knife hit some scar tissue and so saved his life." Like, so lucky. So if he hadn't been stabbed before, you would have died. What are the odds? Yeah. Like it's stabbed in the same place. Mm-hmm. But hey, he gets electrocuted in the third. One. <laughs> <laughs> He's like the Super Dave Osborne of he the is. fucking screams franchise. Do it. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I love. All right, I don't want to bring up the last one, but that little bitch couldn't have killed Dewey. All right, that's all yeah, I'm saying. So, that's all we're saying. Even Math. the fourth one wasn't that bad. Math I mean, it was the Culkin, but I mean, it Math wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was rehashing some bullshit. But nope, we're not going. We're there. not going there. This was Scream Two for Mommy Issues May. It was Mrs. Loomis. They never give her a first name. <laughs> Billy's Mrs. mom or Billy's Mrs. Mom. Mrs. Loomis. Billy's mom, Mrs. Loomis, a.k.a. Or Debbie Salt. Debbie Salt. Who doesn't go. really exist. Debra. Debra Salt. I love her <laughs> little gung-ho reporter style. She's so... Yeah. I'm Debbie Salt. I'm Debbie Salt. Like, <laughs> and post. You, you, tell, you can tell like Gail flips it when she figures it out what she's yeah. doing. She's like, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love their banter back and forth because Gail, in this one too, Gail's such a cunt still. Oh, she's, yeah. And she really is. But you love Gail for it though. Because you, you, can't, you can't not love Gail for, for being Gail. Yeah, she's very... Gail's got a Gail. She I'm really saying. does. It, she does some cunty things though. That cotton interview out of nowhere is a very cunty movie. Yeah, Gale, point, so, yeah. I don't know, man. You you gotta love to hate Gail. But hey, you love she'll take a full hand to the face to get it. So <laughs> she does. She, Sydney's punched her twice now. Hey, she does what it takes. Mm. And Took I a love bullet to the. She, she said bullet bounced off my ribs. Yeah, and I'll always love that Sydney's never afraid to slap a bitch. Oh, I mean, they're two, they're two tough broads, and that's so, why. Yeah. That's why it works. That's why they became friends yeah. in the third. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is We happened. have to do the third at some point, too, because that one's so amazing. This has well. happened twice to us already. That's more well. meta Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. The third one it's is. Just, uh, that's even more like. Bleh. It's amazing. 
No, not the movie. I'm saying the whole. I know it's satirical. Look at how Hollywood is Hollywood. But it's just like you put so much more Hollywood into it. But that's like, bleh. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week with or some week. Some we don't week. Know. We'll figure it out. Uh, Whatever life doesn't uh, happen. Another mommy mm. issues may film. Yes. Are we? So, what month is it? It's We're still, still May, May, technically. We got a week left. So send us your mom jokes. We need them. We've got none. We, we got less than a week, jokes. people. Come on. Ask your moms if you're not a mom. You guys are going to get horrible, horrible jokes. That's what I want. <laughs> no, I'm saying not horrible. I'm thinking you're going to get horrible women jokes, not like mom jokes like you're asking for. <laughs> oh, you're saying people are going to be gross? Don't be gross. Yes, they're going to get some gross jokes. I mean, no, like I want he was talking about gross. trying to make fun of periods. No, I think you just took it there. Yeah, you took it there. <laughs> I said it. He you said know what I meant. Words. He said the words. Took it All out right. of context. We will see you next <laughs> we'll week. Take direct quotes Bye-bye. out of context. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.